Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah Varney. I'm Charlotte Manglass. And I'm Heather Corson. Hi, guys. We're very formal this week. <laughs> Our last names. I thought full names. Why not? You know? <laughs> Maybe it'll get people to stop referring to us as, you know, the one with the Southern accent or the one who lives in California. They <laughs> start to understand why friends started all of their uh, episode titles with the one that, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's thanks. easy. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. So thanks for joining us again this week, folks. We are back. Heather is back from her vacation. Uh, she was over in the East Coast, and I got in some really good Copley time, so I'm super happy. <laughs> Yay, it was fun. We got to have lunch together in a, a monsoon, really. Oh, Welcome back to the East Coast. It was a downpour. The hardest rain I have seen in a very <laughs> long time. Like, yeah. I mean, like, just drenched. Not this was no mist it was just uh, like the worst possible florida downpour you can think of yeah. for about three hours yeah wow. yeah and like i got all cute i did my makeup i had my hair all curly and in the 20 feet between my car and the door i turned into a drowned rat <laughs> so yeah. justin even dropped me off at the front door to the restaurant and i was maybe what force steps from the car door to the like yep. the porch soaked just drenched through to the skin yeah like right. my husband I don't think my husband's shirt dried until we had been home for like half time. I mean, like it was yeah it was bad it was bad but anyway we had fun and it was really good to see you so yay I know it but was we, so much fun to finally see you I know but we missed you Sharla I know I was I planning wanted, we, we I I wanted to her. come we tortured her we're like look what just yeah. happened and sent her off <laughs> all the pictures <laughs> I know I was gonna FaceTime you but then we were like it was just we it were wet and awful. we were cold <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so anyway so anyway we're all back and we're happy to be here uh happy fourth of July yes yeah. happy fourth everybody I mean we have big plans yeah grilling I, I have big plans I'm going to Mexico <laughs> happy fourth of July I'm going, <laughs> going to Mexico <laughs> Um, okay. my, uh, my Justin, my boyfriend has a camp that he is a part of down in um, Ensenada, which is on the west coast of Mexico, and it's right on the beach. Um, and so, a huge group of friends were all going, for lack of a better word, it's camping on the beach, and which is hard for me because I am a five star resort kind of girl. But we're gonna go down for the long weekend. So it should be fun. Oh, fun. I love. So so to celebrate America's independence, you are leaving the country. Okay. Country. <laughs> I'm going to get me some avocados before all the taxes get raised. Avocado, <laughs> <laughs> Mexico. Sorry. Uh, all right. Charlotte, how about you? What are you doing? Um, I have a race Thursday morning. And um, then, I don't know. We're probably just going to have burgers and stuff. Maybe have all a couple right. people over, play some games. What about you? Um, headed to the shore. My parents live on the Connecticut shore. So we're headed down to the shore, do a little cookout, spend some time at the beach. Uh, what's all that what's good the stuff. big news about, about this, though? Sarah? That is not, uh, that's not news I can share on the podcast. Ah, so. uh, all right. Well, never mind. <laughs> no, my teenager is 15 and now has a right to privacy. So we're not going to discuss all of that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not as much fun, but. You know, so I can't tell you that he has a girlfriend who's coming with us for the 4th of July. Um, <laughs> nobody heard that. Nobody, nobody heard, heard that. that. 
Nobody heard that. Nobody tell him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he doesn't listen anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, like just often enough that <laughs> I'll probably like get this in trouble. this would be the episode he like, listens yeah. to. Yeah. Just often enough that I'll probably get in trouble, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, all right. So let's get into the Disney news for this week because there was a lot of it. A lot of announcements. Um, okay. I think the one we might all be most excited about has to do with Disneyland. So Heather, why don't you tell us what's coming? back to Disneyland this summer. So I've been away and I didn't know that this happened and Sarah just told me and I'm so excited. The Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to Disneyland. And beyond that, we're finally getting rid of Sensational Parade. So we get getting rid of the old parade. And I mean, it's an older parade, but it's such a good one. And I'm so excited. It's coming back. I love the Main Street Electrical Parade so much. Everybody loves the Main Street Electrical Parade. It is a Disney classic. I mean. And it's not like one of those classics that need to be updated. It just stands the test of time. It's so much fun. as it is. Yeah. Uh, So Soundstational is ending on July 17th. And then Main Street Electrical Parade comes back for a limited time. It's not, this isn't like a permanent replacement. If you come in October, you're not going to get to see it. It's just for the summer. But. uh, Excited. I love it so much. Everybody go. Everybody go. It's going to be Disneyland, amazing. Disneyland has some amazing things going on right now because not only do they have the parade coming back, they've got the good original Soren as well over yeah. at California Adventure. Mm-hmm. So Disneyland's got a lot of really good things happening over the summer. Yeah, a lot of sort of throwback things going on. I'm yeah. Like, I would love them to keep the real Soren forever and ever. I know. I, t- I kind of like the new Soren. Am I alone? No, I like it because I love Soren. I love, I, I would probably like any iteration of it. I don't like that it's so much CGI and mm, I don't yeah, like the transitions. That, the transitions are problematic. I yeah. don't like it that if you, like one time I did not sit in the very center. Mm-hmm. And for example, the Eiffel Tower is completely curved, and that's yep. that's really different in this new version than yeah. the old version. I so agree. I don't like that. But I I'm always gonna love Soren. I mean, I don't think they could really <laughs> screw it up so much that I won't like it because yeah. I I love that idea of the yeah. whole thing. I agree. I do miss the original though. It would be nice if. I wish there was a way that you could do both. Like it would be like a choose your own adventure, like mm-hmm. go left for original sore and go right mm-hmm. for new sore, you know, like. I had heard they were going to do that. It, like have say, a randomized thing. When, when they know. first announced that they were changing Soren out here in Disneyland or DCA, um, wasn't it proposed that they were going to eventually bring back the original Soren over Cap? California and one theater was going to be California and one was going to be the world. And then that just kind of fizzled out obviously probably because of lines um so i i really just wish they would bring it back at least here because it's yeah the yeah well it's, and it certainly makes sense in california you know I, yeah. absolutely it's on brand i, mean, I don't and it's like and the, the other new the story, new one is but... on brand for epcot so yeah um, just saying yeah. every everybody should have, have their own soren i mean they all kind of have their own little endings but every yeah. park that has a Soren. How amazing would that be though? Really? Like think about it. Like if they had Soren over Europe or Soren over Asia. Like I love that. You're I mean, yeah, Shanghai right. has a Soren. Why can't they sh- should have their own version? Yeah. Whatever. All right. Listen well. to us, Disney. We know, we know what we, we want. <laughs> Get on it, Disney. Um, all right, Charlie, you want to tell us a little bit about uh the candlelight processional news? 
Yeah, um, we heard, I guess it was yesterday, that we have a couple of new narrators or returning favorites, I guess, <laughs> if, if yeah. you will. But Gary Sinise and Neil Patrick Harris are both confirmed for the Candlelight Processional, so that's that's really cool. Um, so they keep expanding their list week, at least weekly, um, so of who's, yeah. who's coming and who's... We don't necessarily know if there's anybody who was not invited back <laughs> yet, but they keep <laughs> adding more and more to the list, so... Yeah, I feel like it's not the Candlelight Processional until they've announced when Neil Patrick Harris is doing it because he's a perennial favorite. Everybody loves him. He's fantastic. And, you know, Gary Sinise also classic Candlelight Processional narrator. And he typically does. Is he doing it? Is he doing the Christmas dates again? Yeah, he he typically does it over Christmas. Yeah, I didn't look at the dates, but I love the Candlelight Processional. So it's so lovely. I do, too. Yeah, the, um, one of the time, one of the most unique times I saw it was when Marley Matlin was the narrator oh, and she was awesome because I was, cause I was wondering about it. And those of you who don't know, she's a deaf actress, but she can speak and she can speak really well, but so she did not speak in the Camelot positional. She just signed and they had somebody else speaking. Yeah. She has and, an interpreter that has yeah. worked with her for 20 something years. Yeah. Usually it does, was, he does it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so fascinating because, you know, you watch the sign, you really feel like even though her voice wasn't coming out, you really felt like it was. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's probably one of my favorites yeah. ever. Me too. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, this is exciting news for me because you know how I love a monorail. Uh, So Disney has been doing refurbishments to the monorail train sort of one by one. And Monorail Silver has gotten a sort of, you know, queer eye for the straight monorail makeover. And it looks (laughs) fabulous. Um, It is Monorail Silver and it's all sparkly and new and it's got a new paint job on the inside. And I just love it. I love to see. I would love to see new trains. That would be fantastic. But in the absence of new trains, I will happily take the, uh, you know, refurbishments on the existing trains. So yeah. it looks fantastic. I, I know. I, I was excited to see it because the last time I was on the monorail, the interior was looking a little bit rough. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad that they are giving some love to the interior as well. The, ex- the exterior. It was due. It was due. Uh, all right. And then over at the Grand Floridian, a new Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique is coming to town. Super exciting. Uh, it's opening on August 6th. You can make reservations already. Um, so if you cannot get into, you know, the Magic Kingdom location, don't want to go to the Disney Springs location, which nobody does. <laughs> um, you now have a second alternative. Or excuse me, a third alternative, I guess. No, second alternative. Uh, it's at, located at the Grand Floridian, and it is a full Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. So same packages, same everything as the other two locations. Um, and I think that's great because it's, you know, especially if you're staying at the Grand Floridian, like that's a fantastic option. Like yeah. roll up out of bed, head to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, get your makeover, and then head on over for your princess meal at either Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Love it. Yeah, and- I think it's awesome. All right. And then last but not least, uh, there is a new barbecue place coming to the American Pavilion. Nice. We have we have feelings. <laughs> wait, wait, Yay. There you go. There it uh, is. That sums it up. <laughs> okay. I, I, all right. Here's the here's the positive on it. It's another restaurant that is a crowd crowd sucker. You know, it will get people off the main pathways and off the rides for certain times a day and all that. They need something else that takes the crowd. However, it's barbecue epcot has cuisine around the world you know i'm not really a fan of them having barbecue but, but 
on the flip. Right, listen, I'm not a barbecue fan. Please, nobody yell at me. Don't hate me. It's just not my favorite. Um, I guess if you're going to put a restaurant in the America Pavilion, barbecue is the most recognizable as American cuisine, yeah. right? So I guess it makes sense. No, do we know? Is this? the quick service is this a sit no, it's down? A table service table service where are we putting this i don't know i don't know it's called the regal eagle smokehouse and it's opening later this year so wow. it's it's under construction somewhere already i don't know where but somewhere in that building <laughs> it's going in there i'm not a barbecue fan either i don't i don't typically care for things that are smoky in general so i'm not super excited about this other than maybe it'll get people out of my other beloved restaurants in the other country (laughs) sure exactly if it makes it easier for me to get you know a reservation at via napoli i'm here for it so (laughs) but i am i am excited that it's going to be a a sit-down restaurant i mean i think the american adventure or the american pavilion needs a sit-down restaurant so that's good yeah now of course i'm questioning did i read that right isn't it no i'm just just double checking my information here, making sure it is a no. It's a fast casual. Oh. I was incorrect. Uh-huh. It is fast casual. So, but then right. that fast casual probably means you need a reservation for it, though. It does. It, yes, fast yeah. casual does mean that. Um, typically, that you need a reservation. So, so not okay with. Oh no, and and you are correct, Heather. It is replacing Liberty Inn. So bye bye, Liberty uh-huh. Inn. Current counter service. Uh, it's closing on July eighth. And later this year, Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue will replace Liberty Inn. I mean, so there's that. Okay, now that I'm okay with because Liberty Inn is not great. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. in the past like year or two, I feel like they've been really trying and updating their menu. It's gone beyond like the chicken fingers and the burgers. So, I mean, okay, I get it. I get it. This is a step up from just burgers. Like we have to have more to offer the world than burgers burgers for food right (laughs) just saying (laughs) i agree but you know i mean i'm probably still not gonna go eat there but whatever yeah but it's a nice addition and considering you know japan is getting a new restaurant and that is sit down uh and then there's the new space theme restaurant that's opening later this year which is also sit down so which is where you'll find charlotte and i because they have about a billion bottles of wine so yeah and i'll be there there too just because it's cool (laughs) (laughs) Really excited for it. Really cool. Yeah, we're excited about that one. I'm also excited about um, the new Japanese restaurant, too, because I love Japanese food. So that's it's interesting to see what kind of barbecue they have because, you know, barbecue is a catch-all, but there's mm. certainly different styles of barbecue. So. Yeah, it means different things if you're in Texas versus, look, the Carolinas. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Very interesting to see. All right. So that is all of our news. Our topic this week is us. Kind of. <laughs> we're going to be doing <laughs> our favorite topic. <laughs> our favorite topic, ourselves. Um, so we're going to be talking about getting to know each of us and sort of like our Disney origin stories, if you will. <laughs> you know. So we're going to start with Heather, uh, mainly because she read the questions I wrote first. And so she got voluntold uh, <laughs> that she was going first. Um, this is just a way to help you guys get to know us each individually better you know, a little bit more about us, um, maybe help you identify who's talking, <laughs> you know, uh, when you hear each of us. So, um, cause Heather and I in particular sound similar, very similar. <laughs> very similar. So we're hard to distinguish. Um, Charlotte's a little easier, but she's got that Georgia thing going on. <laughs> uh, but do you want to do pop culture first or should we do it after? What do you think? 
Let's do it after. Yeah. After? Okay. Let's All do right. it after. So you guys have been asking for us to bring back the pop culture corner. So stay tuned. We're going to be doing a little bit of that after just a super short. What are we reading, watching, listening to right now? Um, so we'll get to that. So drum roll, please. Today we bring you Heather and her <laughs> Disney story. <laughs> All right. Uh- how did I become a Disney fan? That's right. And we've got a set list of questions. Um, and so we're each going to be answering the exact same questions. So that uh, it'll just be easy, nice format for you. Easy to follow. All right. So, Heather, when was your first visit to a Disney park? Any Disney park? I was five years old. Um, and I went with my whole extended family. So grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, sister my mom, um, to Walt Disney World. And I remember, I mean, obviously I was five, so I don't remember a lot, but I remember that we stayed at the Polynesian on the first floor because we had one of those rooms where you had a patio and you could walk out out onto the grass. And it must have been winter-ish because I remember being in a sundress, but it, it was flurrying. And I remember it was the coolest thing to be in Florida with snow. But to me, it was really warm because I was living in the Northeast at the time. Wow. So, Snow that in was my Florida. First... That's pretty, un- I mean, that's pretty unusual. <laughs> it, yeah. It does not happen often, but it happened on my first trip. And then I was very lucky um, because my grandfather in the business that he was in before he retired every year, they would have a conference at Walt Disney world. And so he made it a point to bring all the grandkids every year so at least once a year, we I grew up going to Walt Disney World, which was the coolest way to grow up. So we always got to stay, whether it was the beach club, the boardwalk. I remember we were at the uh, the boardwalk when it first opened um, in the mid-90s, and that was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Nice. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. What is What was your first Disney movie that you remember seeing? Um, okay. Well, I have a two point harder to this one. So I know that the very first Disney movie I ever saw was The Jungle Book. Um, And that was in the movie theater. They had re-released it. And my mom took my sister and I to go see that when we were kids. So that was the first one I saw in the theater. But I think nobody really knows. Nobody understands this. Nobody knows where it came from. But I have a very strong obsession with Alice in Wonderland. Um, no, and it was just, no way. Nobody knows that. Um, <laughs> so I think I must have either read the Alice in Wonderland golden, like little golden book, or I must have seen it on VHS when I was little, because on that first trip to Disney World, my grandfather brought bought my one cousin and I, because we were the, the two oldest and the only ones that could really know what was going on. Um, you know how they have the little princess dresses? She got Minnie Mouse and I got Alice in Wonderland and nobody could understand how I knew about Alice in Wonderland or why I liked her. But so that has been my thing literally since I went to Disney was Alice. So I think it was the Jungle Book and Alice in Wonderland were my first two Disney movies. All right. Okay. Uh, Next question. What is your, of all of your trips? Oh God! It doesn't even have to. It doesn't even have to be on a trip. No, no, no. It doesn't even have to be on a trip. It's just it can be whatever your favorite Disney-related memory is. Oh my gosh! I don't even know. How do I decide that? <laughs> <laughs> These are the tough, hard-hitting oh. journalistic questions we're asking <laughs> on the Disney Park podcast. Um. Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm going to say something, and then 
and 30 minutes and five hours. I'm just going to keep thinking of things going, oh, no, this is this was really my favorite. Um, I was really excited when we stay at the Grand Floridian that time because that was always my dream. Like we went for business all of you're all there. Oh, um, we meaning us. Oh, okay. Us, yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this was my first time that I got to stay at the Grand Floridian and I had always wanted to do that. So that was really special for me. Um, oh, one time on my birthday, um, I was in the, the Seas Pavilion and one of the cast members saw that I had a birthday button on. And so he took me, he, they, we were watching like a little dolphin show that they do. Um, and he called me aside after the show and said, come on. On, do you want to see something and he brought me upstairs into the backstage at the top of the aquarium and so I got to pet the dolphins oh, and see the dolphins oh, and wow. see like the trainers just hanging out that, that was so special that might be one of my favorites that was really cool um and it was just one, <laughs> like one of those like little bits of Disney magic like hey happy birthday do you want to come see this and and I, you know, I got to, there's like 15 rooms up there that the tanks connect into. And I got to walk through all like the catwalks and, and look down into the aquarium. I mean, I think I was up there for about 20 minutes, but that was really, really cool. Oh, that is amazing. Right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good course, one. <laughs> of course, the first memory was with me, but you know, whatever, fine. Okay. <laughs> dolphins, whatever. The dolphins took um, over, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, fair, fair. I understand. Uh, all right. Now this one's a tough one especially for you, I think, <laughs> but yes, I've, this one I've been dreading. You've been dreading this one. And yet uh -huh. here we go. If you had to pick only one Disney destination for the rest of your life, that's it. Can't go to any of the others. Which would you pick and why? And here's the list you can choose from Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise, Disneyland, Paris, any of the Asian parks or adventures by Disney. And I think I know what your answer is going to be. But go ahead. I don't know how I'm going to answer this because <laughs> I grew up on the East Coast going to Walt Disney World. So it's like that feels like home to me. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I think I pretend I'm in, in Disney World. But I live in California now, so I can go to Disneyland whenever. I love a Disney cruise. There's nothing more relaxing than that. Disney Paris is probably one of my favorite places on Earth simply because it's Paris and the castle was amazing. And I I have not been to Tokyo, but I have been to Shanghai and Hong Kong, and I loved them. And I, we all know I love an ABD. I think I'm going to go with Adventures by Disney because I, I just want to see the world. <laughs> I just like I, I understand it is not a Disney park, and there's something magical about a Disney park. But I I want to see the world, and if I can only ever do that with ABD, that's the way I would do it. Well, here, here's, here's, get magical. here's the loophole with choosing ABD because the backstage magic tour does let you go to Disneyland. So, yeah. And they have, they have a one day tour to go to Walt Disney world. There you, you can go. do the China ABD that does the two China parks and you can do a Tokyo one. Now that'll add on. They also have add-ons on DCL. I'm so smart. And I didn't. Even <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't put that in there because of that giant loophole that everybody can just walk through. But I figured, to be fair, I had to include it. So, all right. ABD is the best. ABD is the best. We love ABD. I, yeah. Oh, this uh, is going to be, everybody is going to be so mad at me about this question. Go ahead and ask me it. Yeah, now, but did you see the question beneath it? So don't veer off. This is, this is a strictly binary question. Yes, I have an answer. All right. Mickey Bar or Dole Whip? Either. That's not an answer. You have to pick one. It is. I don't want either of them. I never get either of them. Can I say 
Citrus swirl, citrus swirl. No, because that's the next question. <sighs> but that's not my, my favorite. Okay. Um, Mickey bar dole. You got to pick one. A dole whip, but I'm probably only going to have a bite. I, okay, people. I don't like Mickey bars and I don't like dole whips. Please send all emails to Heather at Disney Park. <laughs> Just don't like them. It's not my thing. <laughs> now, that being said, you have a about four Mickey bars in my freezer currently just because I was excited I could buy them at the Ralph's down the street, but I, I don't eat them. Uh, all right. Now, I'll go with Dole Whip. Now you get to answer the question the way you want to. Other than the Mickey bar or Dole Whip, what is your favorite Disney snack? <laughs> carrot cake cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the carrot cake cookie so much. It's my favorite thing. I just, oh, I have dreams about it. I'm not kidding. I went home and I was at my dining room table with my mom and my boyfriend and we were trying to explain to him how amazing the carrot cake cookie is. I love it so much. It comes up in everyday conversation <laughs> for me. <laughs> so true. I'll never forget. I, I don't know. I think I might've taken it with your phone because I can't find the picture. I must've taken it with your phone, with you, with the, with oh, the no, stack of carrot cake cookies. Dead. Like I have to find it. Oh, we'll have to find That's it. That's my mission today is see if I can find that picture and post it somewhere. I'll have to look on my I'll, I'll look on my phone again because it's my favorite picture of you, I think, ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's like five of them in my giant arms. stack of carrot cake cookies on her. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last but not least, who is your favorite character to meet? Alice. Okay. Um Best interactions. To, I, yeah, well, especially out here in okay. The, this is, there's only one Alice. Okay, there's only one. But in Disneyland, they're a lot more fun. Um, her and the Mad Hatter, like they just wander around the, the Alice in Wonderland area of Fantasyland and interact with you. I remember one time I wanted to take my picture with her. And so I went to do it like a selfie and she goes, oh, a self-sufficient photo. And they just like, they have these really fun sayings. <laughs> so I, I, I have a lot of fun and they make me a little nervous sometimes because you never know what's going to come out of their mouth. So yeah. One time I had a tea party with her and the Mad Hatter. That was fun. Ooh, yeah, fun. Yeah, Alice is my favorite. We All met right. the, the Mad Hatter and Alice that one time at right in front of the train station at Disneyland. Do you remember that? Like on our yes. first trip together? Yeah. Right before we went to the Jolly Holiday. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah, they're funny. All right. And last but not least, this is a bonus question. Heather doesn't know this is coming and neither does Sharla, but so surprise. All right. So Sharla, since I asked all the questions, bonus question, you get to pick a question to ask Heather. Oh, okay. Um, when you go on your ABDs, who do you get to take with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Serious. You can question. only pick one, me or Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Serious question. Um, whoever I like best at the time, whoever buys me the most food. <laughs> she always tells me I can go wherever on any trips that she wins or buys or whatever if I buy her a horse, but I can't afford a horse. Um, <laughs> Okay, um, what is your, wait, I, I already know your favorite hotel and all that stuff. Let's say, what is your favorite hotel at Disney World that is not the Beach Club? Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't have one. Um, <laughs> okay, so it depends on the trip. If I go for 4th of July, which I'm not doing this year, but normally I I go for the 4th of July. I love to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lounge because it's kind of removed and out of the way. And it's just like a very relaxing vacation. If I'm going for Food and Wine Festival, 
it's going to be beach club or boardwalk. Um, if I'm going for my birthday and I know that I, I'm going to be doing a lot at the Magic Kingdom, I like to do the contemporary. So my favorite hotel tend to tends to depend on the situation or the reason I'm going Fair. for the trip. Fair. But still the beach club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the hot seat now. <laughs> That's right. You're done. Whew. All right. All right. So moving on to our pop culture corner. Uh, what are we listening to, watching, reading, obsessed with at this particular moment in time? All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Charla. I have, are- so, many, I have so many things that I'm obsessed with. Um I, American Ninja Warrior is on again, which, yes. you know, I love American Ninja Warrior. Um, we, Nora and I have been watching the new putt-putt competition game. Holy moly. Yes. Holy yes. Moly. It's, it's so awful. It's hysterical. It's, it's like they have taken um, putt-putt or mini golf with American Ninja Warrior to the extreme. It's hysterical. Yep. Um, and then like, but seriously, I, I read a book. Uh, Sarah has read it. It's called Pachinko by Min Jin Lee. And it was it was hard to read because it was sad and all that. But it was a story about a Korean family um, during World War II. So that was really good. And I'm currently reading and almost finished with the the brand new John Grisham book called The Reckoning. And I would just want to say that I do not recommend it because <laughs> normally I love his stuff. I have read every one of his books but this is very, very graphic detail about um, the death penalty and World War II and like really, really graphic beyond what is necessary, I think. <laughs> so anyway, that's my take on that. All but, right. Yeah. Very good. Sarah. I did love Pachinko. Pachinko was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love Holy Sarah's Moly. T- yeah. My turn. Okay, so I am gearing up for the Downton Abbey movie that is coming out later this year. I'm so excited because yeah, no I'm completely obsessed with Downton Abbey. I love it. And so I literally just rewatched the entire series on Amazon Prime to refresh my memory and, you know, just get, get up to date and spend a little time with Carson because... I just love him so much. I I really want a Carson in my life. Um, But Carson is the butler for those of you who don't watch Downton Abbey and he is the best part of the show. Um, No, that's not true. Dame Maggie Smith is the best part of the show. Oh my gosh. She has the best one-liners. Yeah. She's that. Yeah. Sorry. I was wrong. Maggie Smith is pretty much the best (laughs) part of anything she's ever in. Ever. All right, Charlotte, what? You're waving. I'm sorry. I thought of something else um, that (laughs) I I started rewatching Veronica Mars last night in anticipation for the new season in a couple weeks so that's it there's a new season of veronica i didn't watch veronica mars but i didn't yeah. know there was a new it's season com- there's been like a mini like a oh. mini season in a few weeks yeah. and so, oh cute okay yeah. All right. So I'm obsessed with Downton Abbey. Um, I also love American Ninja Warrior. I have a friend who's a ninja actually. Um, so well I have the husband of a friend who is a ninja so um, he didn't make TV this year but he did compete in the Baltimore um, that just aired think last night so um yeah he's fantastic so shout out to the smiling ninja my friend clint um (laughs) and what else i was i had another thing that i was obsessed with am i reading right now i'm a big rereader i love to reread series that i love i love a series like i if if there are 
three or more books in it, like I'm in. I love to just really dive deep into a character and I'm a big rereader. So I'm currently rereading the True Blood series, the Suki Stackhouse series. Um, that's a, that's one that I go back to probably, you know, every few years or so, especially now that it's done. Cause I can just whoosh, dive deep and, you know, it takes me like a week to go through the whole series and then I move on to the next thing. So that's what I'm currently reading. All right, Heather, how about you? What are you obsessed with right now? Okay. I have two things. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited for stranger things season three. It comes out on Thursday, which means when I get home from Mexico, all I'm doing all week is sitting and binge watching Stranger Things. Do you guys watch that? Yeah, Sean does. My husband does. Oh, my, well, that's oh. right. It's too scary for you. Yeah, it's yeah. too scary. I <laughs> am so obsessed. Like, I am to the point where Baskin Robbins has, um, like, this collaboration going with them. So not only do they have Stranger Things ice cream, because one of the characters works at an ice cream shop over the summer, but they have, like, little stuff stickers and all like these 1980s things I have gone and bought them all um my favorite character is Dustin and I just I can't wait I like I think these kids are so adorable I love how it's like just a little freaky and a little scary but mostly it's about these kids growing up in the 80s and like you you know you remember the clothes and the music and the toys and it's I'm losing my my mind I cannot wait it's been way too long for a season and there's only two two seasons left Wait a second. So I'm impressed that you're so obsessed with this show, which I know you are, but you refuse to watch any movie that came out in the 1980s. Because they are not well made and they're awful and I hate them. That is not Again, true. Send your emails, Heather. I do not like them. I've seen Please five, send her five, all of the and- hate mail because as a, as a <laughs> child of the 80s, I'm going to have to object to the fact that no, no. John Hughes movie is worth watching. Yeah, I'm no so kidding. sorry. I mean, this is I'm ridiculous. Yeah. No. Perf- no say anything? Flat no out pretty reviews. in pink? No. No. Okay. No. Whatever. No. Go ahead with your Stranger Things obsession. Whatever. I will not interrupt anymore. <laughs> but, but just understand anyway. that we completely question your taste and are just questioning all of your life decisions. <laughs> but go ahead. Whatever. Stranger Things is a fantastic show and everybody should watch it. And if you don't watch it, it's fine because I'm going to watch it anyway and I can't wait. Um, it's a I'm so excited for it. And then um, my other thing that I'm super, super excited for as a kid who grew up just outside of New York City, theater is huge for me. I saw, you know, I grew up going to Broadway shows and the touring company of Phantom of the Opera is in town right now. And so tomorrow night I have tickets to go see Phantom, which I haven't seen, oh gosh, since probably the mid 90s since before it left Broadway and came back. So, So I am just... I, oh god, I love the dancing and the music in this show, so I'm really, really excited for it. And then I don't know what's going on out here in LA, but we are having like the moment of mid '90s theater because after um, Phantom leaves, Rent comes <gasps> in, which is my favorite Stop. musical of all time, like literally Ever. my favorite musical, hands down. Ever. No, every and word after by that, heart. It's Miss Saigon is coming, and so I am just. Like, I'm theater all summer. That's all I'm doing. I'm so excited for it. All right. Can we go back to me for a second? Because I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> so things I'm obsessed with this week. I saw Hugh Jackman in concert this past weekend. <laughs> Yay! I went and saw Hugh Jackman. I am obsessed with Hugh Jackman. He is my favorite. And I went and I saw The Man, The Music, The Show. I had amazing seats at Madison Square Garden. Um, and so, of course, I am forever and always obsessed with Hugh Jackman and The Greatest Showman. Um, he did he did pretty much the entire uh, 
soundtrack to The Greatest Showman, Kiala Settle was there. She played the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman. She was there. She did This Is Me. It brought the oh. house down. It was amazing. He did numbers from Les Mis. He did numbers from The Boy From Us. He did, did Gaston, didn't he? Did he did Gaston. He did, yep. He did, yep. He did Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. So there was a Disney t- It was fan-freaking-tastic. Amazing. That's awesome. Obsessed. Awesome. Okay. And if you, ha- if you can go see it, you should go see it because it is a fantastic show. Yeah. Really worth it. That's great. All right. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. Let's talk about next week because it's been a minute since we did a listener Q&A episode. Here's your chance, people. Email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Send us your questions. What do you need help with? Are you planning a trip? Do you have questions you want to know about anything? It can be Disney related. It can be about us. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you know, we're open to anything. You know, family friendly people, please keep it family friendly. <laughs> but, you know, uh, email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com and we will answer your questions next week. All right. And then this week we are going to be doing a Patreon extra, of course. Thank you so much to all of you who are supporting us on Patreon every month. You are more appreciated than you could possibly know. This week's Patreon extra, we're going to go a little bit more into the pop culture stuff because we could probably talk about that for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will put a warning on the Patreon extra. It is possible that we may be talking about some stuff that is not as Disney family friendly. So you have been warned. Uh, If your children are listening to this podcast, we love you. We welcome you. But maybe don't let them listen to the Patreon extra. <laughs> so, all right. Now, I don't know the, what you're going to talk about. Charlotte's looking, but... <laughs> looking very nervous about. Um, but, uh, no, I just want to say so that we can talk about, you know, stuff that, you know, TV shows or books or things that are maybe, you know, above a PG rating. Okay. That's all. <laughs> so, all right. Join us again next week for a listener Q&A. Thanks, as always, um, for your support and for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.